when people ask me, how did you get to where you are today? It's literally by following the baby steps. It was by healing. It was by breaking free from the mold. It was by being the black sheep, no matter how uncomfortable it was. Hello, you beautiful soul, and welcome to season two of the Evolve with Evelyn podcast. If you're new here, my name is Evelyn Huynh. I'm first generation and the older sister healing generational trauma. And everything I've learned in my personal development and healing journey, I'm going to be showing you in this podcast. This podcast is for those who feel like they're the black sheep of the family, who feel like they're the ones healing generational trauma and breaking those cycles. Whether you're the oldest, whether you're the youngest or the middle child or the only child healing generational trauma, this space is for you. I'm really excited to create this community with you for all of us to kind of come together because this journey can feel really fucking lonely sometimes and it feels like you're the only one going through it and it feels like nobody else understands you and if there's one thing I know for a fact it's that you are not alone and I'm really excited to see how this podcast evolves as we co-create this together, how this community grows and I love you so much already Let's fucking do this. Hello, you beautiful soul, and welcome back to the Evolve with Evelyn podcast. So in today's episode, this is an episode for the black sheeps of the family, the wild women, the wild people, the ones who have felt like an outsider because they didn't fit the status quo, the people who are ready to break free from the mold of what other people want them to be. And so I cannot wait to dive in with you. I wanted to share something with you because I was pulling a card in my morning meditation and I was like, other people need to hear this. So I'm gonna read this to you because it's going to explain why I felt called to record this video and podcast today. It's called The Wild Rose. And at the bottom it says, do it your way, embrace your uniqueness, untamed. If someone says you're not normal, say thank you. If someone says what you're doing isn't normal, say naturally. The wild rose knows that no one rose is the same as another. She doesn't try to bloom in a neat row according to a schedule. She doesn't open and close according to who walks by. She trusts her timing and she blooms with wild abandon. She's resilient, she knows who she is. The wild rose knows her true unique nature and she wants you to remember yours too. She knows that what makes you wild makes you free, that it's what's kept us contained that's causing us harm, that our diverse, unique nature is what's needed now, more than ever. This card comes with an invitation to do what makes you feel most free, to trust in the very thing that makes you stand out, to realize that you were never meant to fit in. You were never meant to grow in a perfect, cultivated way. You were never meant to bloom in unison with someone else. You were never meant to be captive or controlled. Nature is full of diversity. It's imperative to its survival, and it is to ours too. So be who you came here to be. Express what you came here to express. Sing the song that you came here to sing. Together, the wild ones will be the ones who set us all free. And there's a section at the bottom that says Rose Transmission, and it says, I free myself of what keeps me captive. I allow the unique wildness within me to be free. So just like let that sink in for a second. And if you need to, um, you know, save this part of the episode. What made me feel called to get on here and just talk about this is, especially for those who are the black sheeps of the family, 
you've lived, we've lived our entire lives never feeling like we fit in anywhere, right? If you're even, especially if you're first generation like me, you grow up in one way and then you are exposed to an environment that's a completely different way. Like I grew up with traditional Chinese, Vietnamese teachings, values, and then I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. I was a minority, a very visible minority. And so I all, all I wanted to do was honestly just fit in. I just didn't want to be, not that I didn't want to be noticeable, but I didn't, I didn't want to stick out any more than I did. And in my past, I got bullied for everything that I couldn't change. I got bullied for being Asian. Like I've gotten called names like fat Asian chink. I've been fetishized. And so when you grow up in these conditions, like you just want to fit into the mold of like everybody else. You want to just fit in. You want to look like them. You want to act like them. You want to talk like them. And then not only that, but if you're the black sheep of the family, you grow up feeling different all the time. Like you grow up with a certain in a certain way, right? Maybe your family has certain behaviors, certain values, certain beliefs, certain teachings, and you're just like, this is wrong. Like, this does not make sense. Like, I don't believe in this. And so you start kind of trying to pull yourself out of it. And then you get yelled at, you get ridiculed, you get lectured. Like, I never believed in like this hierarchy of authority. Like, I fully believe that age is just a number and it's not fair that just because you're younger your voice isn't heard or isn't as important or that if you are right you can't speak up for yourself like I think that's so backwards and so growing up like that was a constant battle for me and so I remember being really really young and I was just such an expressive kid like I was so sensitive so emotional but I was also so outgoing and I noticed that my light just started getting more and more dimmed as the years went on because of just struggling to fit in, being yelled at for being different at home, um, at school, until the point where I tried so hard to just make the people around me happy. Like I, I dimmed my light so much, I stopped speaking up. I was actually mute for a large part of my childhood because I would say things and then I get slapped across the face. And so I just kind of got used to like trying to blend in. And then that helps you survive in your childhood and then you get older until you get to this point in adulthood and you're trying to become your own person and doing the things that you wanna do and then you're just at a loss and, and you don't know who you are. Majority of the people that I work with my life coaching clients, a lot of them are in their 30s, 40s, 50s. And the common thing that they say is, I don't know who I am. Like, I've lost my spirit. I I feel this heaviness in my chest and, and I'm not happy. I'm miserable. I also work with so many people and know of so many people who are wildly successful in a lot of areas of their life. Like, if you looked at them, you'd be like, wow, you're so pretty. You're so beautiful. You're so handsome. You have everything that, like the average person wants a successful career, you have a family, you have stability, you have security, you have freedom. And these are some of the most miserable people because yes, they have all these outward things, but a lot of them don't feel free internally. A lot of them don't know who they are. They have lived a path that was paved for them. You know, a lot of people follow this path of 
you graduate, you get a good job, you get married, you have kids, and then it's one day they have this epiphany and they're like, I am miserable. Like, I don't even like this job. Like, yes, it provides for me, but it's sucking my soul dry. I'm not fulfilled. I'm not happy. I, I don't love what I do. And then you kind of just go in life on autopilot because now you're just stuck in that way. And a lot of us feel that. <laughs> a lot of us feel that. And But because we have this deep fear of not feeling good enough, this deep fear of both success and failure, we don't put ourselves out there to do the thing. And so if that's you, I want you to know that you were meant to be different. Like if you feel like the black sheep, I want to rewrite the story for us that the black sheeps, like it's not a bad thing to be the black sheep. Like I, especially over the past couple of months, have been more and more proud to be the black sheep because I get to be the person who breaks those generational cycles of just conforming to like other people's values and other people's behaviors and other people's patterns and and really stepping into becoming who I am because at the end of the day the thing that makes us truly happy and fulfilled is marching to the beat of our own drum and not following everybody else I've done the following I've done the like conforming and it just feels like you are putting yourself in a cage it feels like you are in a cage and when we're in a cage, we want to unleash, we want to let go, we want to fully express who we are, but it's terrifying. It's terrifying because you've lived your entire life being told that being different is not okay. That all the things that make you unique is something to be ashamed about. That your flaws, your insecurities and things, people are going to use it against you. And so then you live your entire life shutting those things down. You play small, you dim your light, you don't speak up, and you try to hide away only to get into your adult ears and realize you're so miserable and you don't know what to do about it. And I feel so passionately about this topic because I'm in my mid-20s and I'm so thankful that I'm wise beyond my years and have experienced so much in my lifetime. And I feel like that is definitely one of my, that's like my purpose is to have gone through these things at such a young age so that I can learn. I'm such a natural teacher. I love teaching other people. I love sharing my experiences. Like I love impacting the lives of others. And so it's no surprise that majority of my clients are in their 30s, 40s, 50s. And I don't want you to waste another day or another hour, another month or another year not expressing who you truly are at your core and feeling like you're being held captive by something that you are being locked in this cage and that you're not fulfilled. I've had two near-death experiences and they were really traumatic. The first one was I think in 20 either 2016 or 2017 and I was in Cuba with my parents um, and that was the year that Hurricane Irma which was a category 5 hurricane was hitting and to make a long story short I can do another video if you're interested so let me know in the comments if you would like to hear about my near death near death experiences but long story short we were essentially stuck and everyone was getting evacuated out of the resort and we were just stuck and it was to the point where like the day that we finally were able to leave 
was the day that the hurricane actually hit. Our room was an ocean view room. So all the ocean view rooms, the windows shattered inside. And so had we not left the time that we did, like we wouldn't have made it out. But it was the days leading up to that, watching everyone at the resort leave. But then our airline was convinced that the hurricane wasn't gonna hit. So they never sent evacuation planes to get us. And I just remember watching like my dad is basically on his hands and knees, like begging the bus driver to take us to the airport but they wouldn't it, it was like a situation where no amount of money or influence could have done anything like we you could have given your life savings and and you couldn't have gone out at that time and so it was kind of like you're stuck there and you're going through every night i think it was a good three nights you could barely sleep because you didn't know if you're going to be able to make it home i even texted like my friends and my family like i love you like knowing that that was probably going to be the last time and when you're in a place like that where you are coming to terms with the fact that you're not going to be alive the next week all you're doing in your head is just thinking about all the things that you did that you didn't do you're not thinking about what's in your bank account or how much you succeed or how much you've achieved you're thinking about the people the memories the experiences that you missed out on the if you've lived your life purpose, if you've made impact. And that was the first time in my entire life that I was like, wow, I, and this is when I was 20, 21. I remember very vividly being there and being like, I could die happy. At this point I had just started my business. I was actually doing fitness and health coaching. So I wasn't even doing what I was doing now. But if you know anything about my story in 2017, my dad actually threatened to kick me out of the house because I had decided that I wanted to go full time in my online business and traditionally, right, working is you actually having to do physical labor or you going to the office. And so the fact that my work involved writing client plans on my computer, on my phone, creating content, filming, editing, social media, I was glued to my phone and my computer in my room. So to the people around me, they didn't think that I was working. It didn't look like I was working. And so he kind of just started treating me like I was a deadbeat. And that was a really hard time in my life. But my point is, is that I started slowly doing things that made me happy, even if it didn't fit the mold of what other people wanted me to be. I was expected to be a lawyer, a doctor, to work in the government, to have that stable job. And I understand because my parents grew up with nothing. And I feel like a lot of immigrant parents have this expectation for us to be in these professions because traditionally these professions have this narrative that it's stable, it's secure, that you're never going to have to worry and stress. And while I agree that there are some high paying jobs in these professions, not everyone is cut out for it. Not everyone is meant to be that. You know, I want to be a mom. I want to be a very present, available mom who has time money freedom and for me personally as much as i wanted to be a lawyer it just didn't work out for me and i realized that as i started growing up i had passions that i wanted to pursue that didn't fit in a certain career such as like some role or working with someone and so i had to create that for myself i didn't grow up thinking i wanted to be an entrepreneur i didn't even know what an entrepreneur was and so it was little by little but by following my passions that things started unfolding i started off as a personal trainer i was the one of only two student personal trainers at my university gym which was a massive university and from there i became a pole fitness instructor from there i started my own personal training business where I had my own clients, where I, 
you know, did my own thing. And then from that, it naturally transitioned into online fitness and health coaching, which then transitioned to business coaching. And, and, and now I do what I do. And so none of that was easy, though, because I was doing this while I was starting while I was in school. And so I didn't fully go full force for full force full time into it. I just did it because it was fun. I had such a passion for helping people transform their bodies and just feeling so much better in their bodies, feeling lighter. And and then that came with an abundance of finances. It meant that I made more than working for somebody else. It meant that I had more flexibility. It meant that I could just live life on my own terms. And that was so liberating, especially because I lived my entire life feeling like I was shoved into a box. And then as I got older, things just unfolded the way that it did. And when people ask me, how did you get to where you are today? It's literally by following the baby steps. It was by healing. It was by breaking free from the mold. It was by being the black sheep, no matter how uncomfortable it was. I, since I was a little kid, have just been very vocal, which led me into not the greatest situations where I, you know, get physically abused I get smacked across the face but I look back now and I'm like I was always a firecracker I was always meant to just break free like I (laughs) my parents tell me this all the time like you know girls are supposed to be proper and they're supposed to wear their skirts and just like have their legs crossed over and I was like that tomboyish kid that was like running around legs flailing like they realized really quick that I needed to stop wearing dresses because I was just like doing splits and handstands and and flipping and, and doing all these things and and that was just like me that is still me now and so when I saw this card this morning about the wild rose I was like embrace your uniqueness untamed and even me I still need to remind myself this on a daily basis because it's so easy to just get wrapped up like I'm telling you this now but when I was going through my business journey there were so many moments where I would look at how other people were doing their business or how they would live their life and I'd be like oh fuck like this is how I need to talk this is how I need to show up this is the program that I need to launch like when I started talking about inner child and generational trauma stuff It was crickets on the internet. No one was talking about this. And so no one was engaging with my content. Like they were like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know, this is true. But people were still so afraid of it. And now two years later, three years later, every so many people are so much more aware of inner child generational trauma. And had I given up at that time because nobody else was doing it, I wouldn't be here today and I wouldn't be connecting with you. I wouldn't be... I wouldn't have the clients that I have or the success of the business that I do have. And so I want to remind you that it's okay to not feel like you fit in. It's okay that you feel so fucked up, that you have all these insecurities and these flaws and you've been bullied and you've felt like you've been trapped in all these different things because that makes you who you are. That's a part of your story. And that being a part of your story leads you to the place where you just get to show up and shine unapologetically. There is something in here that I want to reread again. She doesn't open and close according to who walks by. She trusts her timing and she blooms with wild abandon. She's resilient. She knows who she is. This is an invitation to do what would make you feel most free. To trust in everything that makes you stand out. 
to realize that you were never meant to fit in. You were never meant to grow in a perfect cultivated way. And this makes me emotional because I feel like, especially as women, we grow up with the societal pressure to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to do a certain, to be in a certain profession. And we're not the same. We're so different. Like that's something that I've really learned in while I was a personal trainer is that every single person is so different, so unique. We think differently. We have different values. We have different beliefs. We have different passions. We have different habits. We have different stories and upbringings and cultures and religions. Like we are so different yet we are still so similar. Because the thing that we can all agree on is that we all have wounds. We all have traumas. We have all at one point felt alienated. We have all at one point felt very different and bullied. Like I've never met a single person who has never faced any sort of adversity in their life. And that is something that we can all come, come together on is that we've all faced adversity in some way. And those are all the experiences and part of you that makes you so unique and make you stand out. So I guess my point in all of this so that I don't continue rambling on is... If you are the black sheep of the family, if you are someone who is just tired of like feeling like you don't know who you are, tired of living in fear, tired of feeling stuck, tired of feeling like you are just living somebody else's life, tired of following the path that has been paved for you, this is you. Let this be your permission slip, not that you need one that you get to forge your own path and not follow the one that's paid for you, that you get to stand proudly in who you are and share your voice, share your beliefs, because let me tell you, those are the things that make you so unique. All the things that I hated about myself, all the things that I wish were so different that I, I wish I changed are all the things that I not only love about myself now, but they're the things that make me different. They're the things that a client goes, Evelyn, this is why I hired you versus somebody else. And so it doesn't matter if you're not a business owner. These are the things that make you stand out versus the next person who's applying for the same job. So please, please, please. Like if there's one thing you take away from this, it's that you are so fucking unique in every single way. You are amazing. You are just so unique, so wise you have so many things that make you so amazing so please don't ever lose sight of that and don't play small life is way too short i don't like my second near-death experience i witnessed a shootout in beverly hills my car was a car right in front of the shootout and i like i just remember ducking down as my car was driving still still going Having two near-death experiences taught me that life is so short. Everyone always says, like, don't take life for granted. But rarely do people actually live that way. Oftentimes, people say these things, and it's not until they're actually on that deathbed or they're facing death in the eyes that they actually do something about it. So please, please, life is way too short. If anything, that's what, you know, one of the main things that the pandemic taught us. Do the things that make you happy. Overcome your fears. Stand strong in who you are speak up unapologetically like stand up for yourself stand up for your passion stand up for your inner child like you owe it to your inner child to do the things that you've always dreamed of that my friends concludes this episode thank you so much for being here i love you so much and if there is anything that you want me to talk about or riff on any questions 
please don't hesitate to let me know. I love you so much and I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Bye!